Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I woke up at 5 a.m. Put on my camouflage. Wiped off the 243 and fired up my dog. Headed out to my old deer stand back in the pines. Gonna get me a 10 point buck with 11 inch tines. I'm a bad And welcome back to Jim Strader Outdoors. This is our number two, obviously. The numbers tonight, as usual, 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484. If you're just joining us this evening, I have Gary Roman, Master Gunsmith at Firearms Service Center, here in the studio with me to do gun talk tonight. If you got questions about pistols, rifles, shotguns, Pellet guns, whatever the case may be, Gary can fill you in. He is a nationally renowned firearms expert, has several patents to his credit, uh, and builds custom rifles. I happen to own one of them myself, and it is, I will say to you, Gary, with you publicly, it is one of my prized possessions. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> it, it has a lot of blood spilled on it. I knew you know, you know that. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Indeed, it has. Uh, folks, we started the program tonight with an issue that I want to flesh out again for those of you who just joined the broadcast. Governor Steve Bashir has put a budget proposal together and is attempting to take $5.5 million from the Fish and Wildlife Department. And this is unprecedented. It is very, very ill-advised. I don't know who amongst his cabinet members or staff uh, was on board with this, but it is a bad vibe. And I can assure you, given the fact that Fish and Wildlife monies uh, come from our i.e. sportsmen and sporting women's license fees, boating registration, et cetera, that we use to fund the agency. We are one of the only agencies that is self-supporting and bring billions, that's with a B, of dollars to the state of Kentucky. And this is uh, something that needs to be tended to. We've given uh, information about how you can contact your 
state senator or representative, and also have you can contact uh, Mr. Rudy, who is the chair of the budget committee in the House. Uh, he posted the bill, but it's part of process. By that I mean that bill that's there, uh, it is part of his duty to post the governor's budget, and then it moves forward through committee. So he is in position as committee chair to uh, exert influence through the legislature uh, changes to that bill. So we need to let our folks know uh, that this is going on. Also, we reported about two bull elk that were poached uh, off the roadside over in Knott County. They were both uh, very mature bulls. It's my understanding one was a 7x6, the other one was a big 6x6. Uh, and the department is seeking information regarding the illegal poaching of these animals. Uh, Safari Club International, the League of Kentucky Sportsmen, uh, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, and others have pitched in. There's a $4,000 reward at the current time. Uh, that may come up with even more money that will lead to the arrest and conviction of the individual. So if you have information, please contact the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Resources. If you choose to, you can rename remain anonymous. So they're seeking information. I would encourage anyone who knows anything about this to report. There's also a tragic loss of a 13-year-old boy's life this past week. Uh, the coroner's initial report said it was due he was killed by an animal or animals. I don't have any further information beyond that at this time. Uh, if anyone does know about it, uh, please let me know. But it's my understanding the uh, coroner's report is not final yet, so we'll try to keep you abreast of that as well. Again, the numbers tonight, 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484. Gary, we're doing gun talk. I know you've had uh, lots of folks in the shop here recently, a lot of them asking about uh, varmint calibers, varmint rifles, mm-hmm. uh, night scopes, etc. I'm going to turn the, the microphone over to you and take it away. Well, there is a tremendous interest right now because this is the primary coyote time. Uh, it's breeding season for, for coyotes, so they're very active. Um, <clears throat> you're seeing a lot of them out and moving. I saw I saw two the other day. Just yeah, I'm seeing a lot of them killed on the roads as well. Around Floyd's Fork area. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a tremendous amount of coyotes down there. Um, so I get I get lots of questions. I've had um, some farmers in that have had some issues about uh, calves being molested, and they're looking for some way to, to control them. Um, <clears throat> right now the hot item is night vision and thermal vision. Um, a lot of stuff on YouTube, both on coyotes and hog hunting, on the two products. Um, and there is a myriad of products out there and a lot of misinformation. So they come in primarily to get information. Uh, calibers are secondary to the optics. Um, now, Kentucky right now, you can utilize, you can night hunt with a shotgun. That is legal. 
the technicalities with a shotgun, use of a call shotgun, very effective out to about 75 yards. But rifles can only be used in daylight. Now, we have pending legislation that will allow rifles at night and thermal optics at night. But it has not been signed into law. Right. And so right now we're skirting the fence and playing the games. And it, it does, uh, I might add, I, I think in a very positive fashion, called for that piece of legislation I'm speaking of uh, to allow use of what you and I would consider ordinary deer hunting rifles, yes. for example. Yeah. The proposal that uh, came through the Fish and Wildlife Commission was for 65 Creedmoor and below. Mm-hmm. This piece of legislation, in my estimation, uh, does a good thing because the object here is to kill coyotes. They're detrimental mm-hmm. to our native game, and the average person doesn't have a 6.5 mm-hmm. or less. The average right. person out here uh, has got a deer rifle mm-hmm. on average. So uh, I support that legislative effort, and I would encourage folks again to – contact their representative and or senator and let them know they're in support of, of that particular bill. I've got uh, some folks on hold here. Let's go to Robert, who's calling from Shelbyville. Yes, Robert. Yeah, hello. Yes, sir. Uh, I was going to ask about the difference in power between a twenty two long rifle and a twenty two Magnum. Uh, twenty two Magnum is a twenty two long rifle times three. Is <laughs> basically oh. what it comes down to. Uh, well, it has a capability of taking coyote-sized game out to 250 yards. Well, because I've got it narrowed down to three guns. One is a, a heritage uh, cowboy-style six-shooter that has a cylinder that will do 22 or 22 Magnum. Yes, sir. The other is the Taurus TX 22 automatic that holds 16 rounds. Mm-hmm. And the last one you just previously talked about, the uh, Caltech uh, PMR 30, the 30 rounds of but there's a different, there's a golf gap in between them on prices, and I was just wondering, of those three, which one you you know you would prefer? Well, so much of it's going to be dependent upon what you want to use it for. Um, the Heritage, of course, is a single action revolver, meaning that you must cock it for every shot on the uh-huh. thing. Um, the the Taurus, uh, I don't remember which model you said it was. Yeah, the TX22. Okay, so that's a semi-automatic. Uh, only available in 22 long rifle. It takes something special to handle a 22 Magnum and a semi-automatic handgun. Um, that's the reason the Caltech is so prevalent as far as power. Uh, what you have to understand is that 22 Magnum cartridge is just as strong as a plus P load in a 38 Special. Oh, I didn't know. I, I had no idea between the 22 Magnum and the 22 long rifle. <laughs> yeah. It it has a a lot more oomph to it, and makes an excellent defensive car, cartridge as well. Well, that was that was my last question, and was, I agree with the guy that called earlier about it because I really wanted kind of an all around outdoor gun, hunting, fishing, whatever, and if it would maybe substitute uh, as a home defense or mm-hmm. even out on the the street if, if worse come to worst, yes, sir. where I wouldn't have to keep mine, you know, one gun for this and one handgun for that, and. The, the one advantage that the Heritage has is, of course, ability to shoot twenty-two long rifles um, and shoot them accurately, which is considerably less expensive to, to play with. Yeah, 
Well, that sounds good. Okay, Robert. All right. All right. Thank you much. Yes, Take sir. Care. Appreciate the call. Let's go to Barbara. Just calling from Louisville. Yes, Barbara, you're up. Yeah, uh, Mr. Strader, I just now turned the radio on, and I was uh, listening to the, about the little boy, the 13-year-old. I was wondering what county that took place in. It's my understanding it was in Knott County over in eastern Kentucky. Oh, my. Okay. Well, thank you. I just uh, I have some land kind of in the country, and I was going to make sure it wasn't where I was, but that's very sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, we all were, and I'll keep folks abreast of that as best I can. It, it 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 has been verified that the youngster was killed by an animal. In other words, it's the coroner ruled out, you know, murder or any of those type of things. Wow. So we're kinda but, but, waiting for the forensics to come back and tell us exactly yeah. what happened there. Was he out like hunting or something or just did it come into his house or uh he was within a couple hundred yards of his home. And I don't know if he was hunting or walking or, you know, the, the rest of it's still yeah. kind of under wraps till they do a further release on the information. Well, thank you so much for that. I'll keep him in my prayers. Thank you, Barbara. I, I think the family definitely probably needs it right now. All right, folks, we've got to go to break here. This break is presented by Paul Thomas at Mossy Oak Properties Heart Realty. Check him out at MOPHA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. RTRealty.com. And welcome back to Jim Strader Outdoors. And uh, I think that uh, can't get no satisfaction theme right there is appropriate for tonight because the sportsmen and Outdoor women of the Commonwealth definitely aren't getting much satisfaction out of our new governor in regard to his attempting to raid the coffers at the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Resources. Again, I've got Gary Roman here in the studio. Gary, uh, before break, uh, we were talking a bit about uh, varmint rifles and technology, and and uh, you mentioned the fact that from your perspective the caliber is not as important as the optics so i'd like for you to continue that train of thought we have very inexpensive products out now that allow you to see through the dark um they're they're actually a big aid to a, a man sitting on a deer stand early in the morning before daylight to see what's going on around him in the woods um to spot deer traffic areas I mean, honestly, you can, with the thermal scopes, you can see deer droppings 200 yards away. It's, it's phenomenal, the capability these things have. Um, yes, they are pricey, but so is a new bow. Uh, and I have to say that they're probably less expensive than a new bow as far as starting prices go. The um, Well, give us some price ranges. <clears throat> you can get a good quality... Digital night vision optic for five hundred bucks. Okay. 
less than you could get that you're going to pay for a good quality deer scope on the thing. Uh, has day vision capability and full night vision capability with an infrared flashlight or projector on it. And they all come with the infrared projectors. Um, allows you to see game, see movement up to 250 yards away. Uh, the thermal grade products, which pick up heat, uh, that have special germanium lenses in the scopes that are heat reactive. They can actually spot an animal 1,800 yards away. Good grief. Yeah. You can't hide from it. That's what we use to, to hog hunt. You've had experience with that. Yes, sir. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Absolutely amazing. You, you, you know, you have a woods lot out there in total darkness and everything else, and you put that thing up, and here you see them moving through. Yep. Intercept and destroy. Well, uh, you made an interesting comment. You've probably forgotten about it. Uh, in regards to uh, my hunting with my squirrel dog, a lot of times it's very, very difficult to see mm-hmm. a squirrel, especially if there's any leaf structure, if they're in a cedar tree, for example. Mm-hmm. And uh, that type of equipment would enable you to find that squirrel pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Which is really <laughs> something else. We saw sleeping raccoons and squirrels and all manner of things when we were hunting in Georgia, and uh, I had just, uh, well, I remember when you handed it to me, you said, get ready to have your mind blown, because you're not going to believe what you can find out here, and, it, and you were right, it, it was mind-blowing. I mean, you see mice running across in 100 yards. It's I mean, crazy it's, stuff. It, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, the uh, it Right now, I mean, this, this stuff has gotten to be so popular and so much in demand that it's in very short supply. Um, I just got a shipment of them in last month that had been on order for 10 months. Good grief. And, of course, they're virtually gone at this point. More coming in, but we don't have any idea when. Uh, but if, if you really want an experience, just come by the shop, shop and just look at one of these. Look out through the parking lot and, and see what you can see uh, because it, it really is remarkable. But for <clears throat> someone who has property and animals – to know what's going on at night with those calves and lambs and everything else out there. Uh, for someone who needs surveillance capability uh, on their property or just want to see if someone is trespassing, uh, it all comes into play there. You don't have to have a scope. You can buy Missoula monoculars. Uh, they also have a lot of industrial-style applications. You can go through your house and see every thermal leak that you have in the whole house. Is that right? Yeah. I'll be there going. Every window that needs to be resealed, uh, every uh, air leak that you've got around the eaves and one thing or another, it all, all just stands out. I'll be there going. I, I wasn't aware of that. The monocular that you're talking about, what does it sell for a range? Uh, they they start off about $600. Okay. Do uh, you carry those? or Yes, or? sir. You are, so you either have them or can order them. Oh yeah, one of the and, two. And they're they're pretty available. They're not uh, the scopes are the things that are hard to come by at this point. I see. What would you recommend? Here we got about a minute and a half. Is an entry level item for someone that wants to use it for 
uh, varmint hunting, coyote hunting, et cetera? Oh, I, I don't think there's any question. That, that my number one pick uh, as far as the stuff on the market is the site mark Wraith. It's W-A-I-R-T-H. It's a color daytime scope. Uh, it, it goes like from 4 to 20 power magnification capability. And then with the push of a button, it shifts over into night vision. Uh, that's amazing. And what was that retail for approximately? They're $500. $500. Okay. Very, very good. Well, there's going to be just burgeoning interest in those things mm-hmm. going forward because oh, yeah. everybody's really getting fired up about hunting cows. All right, folks, we got to go to break. I got Mark on hold from Oklahoma. Mark, if you'll hold during the news, uh, we'll get back to you. This break is presented by SMI Marine. They're proud to announce they are new dealers for low aluminum bass boats and panfish boats. They also are a new falcon bass boat dealer. And they'll be glad to show you those coming here around the 1st of March. Remember, you never get soaked by my friends at SMI Marine. And we're back on Jim Strader Outdoors. Again, got Gary Roman, Master Gunsmith and Firearm Service Center here in the studio. And Mark has been... Patiently holding through news break. Uh, Mark, just one second. Okay, sir, can you hear yes. me? Yes. You yes. have a question uh, for Gary? I, yeah, I do. Uh, he may have he may have already answered my question. Uh, I, I just turned it on and started hearing the discussion. Uh, which do you prefer or which do you recommend, the night vision or the thermal? Uh, there are two particular different applications. In order to detect um, game, uh, the thermal scopes are by far the best. Uh, say okay. They have a detection range out to oh, 15 to 1,800 yards on the thermal. Oh, wow. In other words, <clears throat> we, we came into a, a field in central Georgia. The field was 450 acres, some little ravines and little waterways running through it and one thing or another. But this is a 450-acre field. Now, to give you some idea, a 640-acre field is a mile square. So right. this, this is basically three-quarters of a mile square. We pulled in the field, and I pulled out a thermal, and I spotted 18 hogs in this field. Wow. And five turkeys sitting around the outer edge of it. My goodness. Okay. Now, that those animals could not be detected with standard night vision because it, it has a range structure to it that is dependent upon the power light. of your uh, infrared light structure that helps to light up the night. Now, right, what, what, once, what that brings in light. Once yeah. you locate, then you can use night vision, standard night vision, in order to make the approach and uh, and and do the shooting um but an animal with standard night vision he's hard to spot unless he moves if he moves or if he looks at you you pick up the glow of the eyes 
Well, what did you say the starting range was for the for like for monocular or something like that for the with the uh, for the thermal the, of the thermal? Yeah, the, the thermal. I mean, you can start off as low as six hundred dollars. Now, that's what that they right? generally call a tracker, which means that right. you can spot and track blood or game at night. Um, and then the scopes. The scopes. Uh, They've got one out right now that's $1,150. Um, it's not something that I'll recommend to most people. Um, it just does not have a good enough image to, for me to recommend it. Uh, when you move up into the uh, $18 to $2,000 range, now you've got something that really stands out. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. Yes, sir. Uh, Gary, before we move off that subject, what are the particular models or manufacturers that, in that regard, do stand out that you would refer there to? There are about five or six different manufacturers of these products. Uh, it is an international marketplace. Of course, it has strong military implications or applications to it. We have achieved three inside the United States manufacturers that the products, the, the cores and the uh, the lenses may come from somewhere outside the United States, but they're being made here by U.S. companies. Uh, a new one that's called AGM has, I mean, this is six months and they've, they've just started. Uh, some former executives of um, some of the other manufacturers such as Armacite and Fleur and uh, even Sightmarked and uh, Pulsar that have got the international contact to, to put these products on the market. Um, SIG makes a series of thermal imaging scopes. Um, Leopold has thermal trackers. Uh, ATN is a big name. Um a- ATN is in new ATN. A- yes. Okay. Um, the uh, the ones I personally prefer are the pulsars. That um, they I get much better customer support out of their products than I do out of the other ones. Armasite, which is Fleur, uh, Fleur has come out of the public market altogether and turned it over to Armasite uh, on the thing. There's still divisions of the same hand. Um, there's lots of products out there, but basically what you're dealing with are some terminologies that most people are not familiar with. Um, pixel content. Uh, what is a pixel? Well, it's the same thing on your TV screen. It's a little dot that lights up everything. On, on thermal scopes, you have, uh, 19 pixel, 17 pixel, 12 pixel. Now, this isn't the diameter of the light dot. This is the spacing in between the light dot. So the smaller the number, the clearer the picture. Um, You have resolution, the same thing that you have on your television. Um, Most of the viewers, the the actual screen that you're looking at, are 1040s by 8 now you have to excuse me because I don't remember these numbers offhand. I just remember ranges. About eight sixty. 
um, which gives you a very good picture capability. The sensors have a whole different bailiwick range to them. Um, the high-grade stuff, the super high-grade stuff is a 640 sensor. Uh, and it's kind of like, again, your TV. You're dealing with the same kind of picture aspect of it because these are cameras. And that's basically what they are. But because of the lens structure and the electronics within it, it gives it the ability to see <clears throat> through rain, through snow, through sleet, and pick up thermal images. Okay. It requires a special lens. The lens is made out of germanium, a rare earth element. That just so happens to be the parent material to radon gas. So when you do radon gas detection in your home, because they basically is a health hazard to us, for prolonged exposure, you're you're testing the area to see if you've got any germanium in the soil. <laughs> okay. So and that's a very expensive material. That's the reason they're so high. I see. Okay, very good. Uh, let's go to. Looks like Larry Richards with Safari Club chapter here in Louisville's on the line. Larry, you there? I'm there, Jimbo. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, partner. How are you doing? Doing fine. I wanted to, to just briefly not take up much of your time, but I wanted to talk to the to the listening public there about this elk situation. The two elk killed down in the Ball Creek area of Knott County two nights ago. Uh, you know, when we got the call, when Safari Club, the Kentucky chapter, got the call from the game department, we stepped up pretty big right out of the bat. And there have been several other organizations that have helped contribute to that reward fund. But I'm I'm calling on all of them now. Uh, QDMA, Ducks Unlimited, everybody with a stake in this state's fish and wildlife program needs to get a hold of Gabe Jenkins and get a commitment to contribute to this reward fund. We need to get that reward fund up there in the $10,000 mark where we can get some uncles turning in their cousins and nephews turning in their brothers. We've got to stop this and make it serious, serious effort to, to find these doers and put them in jail. Well, it is so, a all, pretty heinous wildlife crime, no doubt. And the odd thing about it, they didn't even cut the antlers off. So God knows what. They just shot them and left them lay, Jim. I mean, yep. think of all the elk meat that went to waste right there. Yep. Uh, yep. But, but all the uh, Fern Creek Sportsman's Club, all you guys, I'm calling you out now. Get a hold of the phone, get it in your hand, and call the department and get some skin in this game. Well, that's amen. Skin yep. In this game. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, with all the. And I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to also tell your, your listening public that last night uh, we had our, our annual banquet and we awarded Mike Abel, who was retired Colonel Mike Abel, the. Uh, chapter member of the year award for the hard work he's done legislatively and and keeping everybody informed we we are proud of him and 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 couldn't couldn't thank him enough but i just wanted to pass that out to you public but you guys get in there and get that phone in your hand and get some money raised for this for this reward well and, and hats off to colonel abel he's uh, been a great partner to me as well and, and uh, he does work very very hard at that and it's a it's a tremendous resource base that you all have developed through your chapter. A lot of folks have the mistaken notion that Safari Club International is a bunch of rich guys that just go to Africa, and that's nothing could be further from the truth. And you all do so much 
on a local basis for children, for the youth. Yeah, for youth programs and and what have you. So I'd encourage people to to check you all out because you're kind of an umbrella organization in some regards because you you work with the youth, you hold special deer hunts, you uh, you know you're just very very active in conservation overall. And I I always get a kick out of Jim Shockey on his program on the Outdoor Channel's uh, take on this, and and he does a great job, I think, of being a national spokesperson for the organization. And uh, Larry, tell folks how they can get a hold of y'all. You can go to our website, uh, com, and or go. I'm I'm sure you know the legal KYSCI-LAC. For the website we're pretty proud of, we developed to, to give Mike the voice and the tools he needs to get this legislative information out. Uh, we, uh, you know, our motto as, a, as an organization is first for hunters. We're, we're not first for deer hunters or coon hunters or, or elk hunters or first for bird hunters. We're first for all hunters. And uh, as you said, we like, to, we like to get everybody under that umbrella, and that's what we're working at. Well, you're doing a great job, and... And with, and with a national organization as big as SCI is, they have the political clout to make things move. We do. Uh, we just gave 140000 U.S. dollars to Colorado to fight this wolf initiative. The people in eastern Colorado are forcing wolves on the people in western Colorado. I mean, you know, if you want wolves, you can get them in your own backyard, but don't make somebody else live with them. Uh, but that's just... That's just one of the things we do and have done as a as a national organization for a long time now. Yep. Uh, you're right. Maybe back in the beginning we were just a bunch of old people that went to Africa and hunted, but for the last 20 years that has certainly not been the case. No, it's definitely what I would call a very good mainstream conservation organization with the wherewithal, the connections to Gary's point, the political clout to do a lot of things for all. Hunter. So, uh, folks, I'd encourage you to, to check them out. Larry, I appreciate the update, and uh, hopefully folks will pile in and help us get to the bottom of who killed these elk. Well, I'm, I'm, that's what I called about, Jim, and I appreciate you giving me the time to do it. Y'all have a good night. Yes, Thank sir, you, you as well. All right, folks, i got to go to a break here. This break is presented by Paul Thomas at Mossy Oak Properties Heart Realty. He's got all kind of vacation homes, farms, and wildlife properties for sale would be Delighted to talk to you about listing yours. Uh, If you're trying to sell a property, check them out at M-O-P-H-A-R-T-Realty.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back on Jim Strader Outdoors. Got a few moments left here. If you'd like to call 571-8484-1-800-444-8484. Gary, some good news on the national scene uh, that came from the Commonwealth of Virginia. 
even though their crazy governor over there tried to pass legislation to ban assault weapons, it failed. Now, there were other aspects to gun control that passed. Yes. But the big issue... The, the, the one everybody was worried about. The one that people were most worried about was the assault weapons ban. And, you know, I, in conversation, I've had some of the darndest conversations about this recently. We had a caller a couple of weeks ago that was kind of taking umbrage with me for the fact that the Constitution, and it's there in black and white if you want to read the Federalist Papers and the Declaration and our founding fathers' thoughts about this, they wanted us to be able to own guns, not to deer hunt, not for our personal protection, but to defend ourselves against tyranny Tyranny. in government. From the inside, not from the outside. And the individual said, well, I'd hate to feel like I would, uh, you know, have to turn a gun on on a police officer that came and took my Dear Rifle, I, and I explained to him at the time and what's come up in conversation several times since then with folks is, look, uh, what are you advocating? What what they don't understand is law enforcement, for example, the sheriffs in Virginia, in every county said, we're going to be a Second Amendment sanctuary. And what that meant was we ain't enforcing it. we're not going <laughs> to enforce it because, and here's the thing, because they take an oath in their office the to protect the Constitution. So they are not going to be put in a position, by and large, to operate like a Gestapo going around rounding up people's guns. So that's the reason that was big news. Even mm-hmm. those folks in the legislature that had voted in, in Virginia to to do that, as a result of the peaceable protest by tens of thousands mm-hmm. of law-abiding gun owners, it got swept away. The um, Most people don't understand what was entitled in that bill on the thing. And it would basically outlaw AR-15 pattern guns, AR-15s, AR-10s, anything that had a magazine capacity of over 10 rounds. But that was just the tip of the iceberg. It would outlaw the magazines as well. Now, if you wanted to keep this stuff, you could keep it. You had to register it with the state, and you had to pay a tax on it. Imagine that, tax, the owner's word. On either the gun and the magazines, and then you could keep it under proper storage conditions. The money that you had to pay in taxes were to be used to buy back those people who wanted to give up their guns, all 10 of them. Yeah. Um, But that's what it was earmarked for. So it was nothing out of a legislative purse at all. It was all coming from the gun owners were paying for the whole bill, and it was kept kind of hidden. Well, yes, Uh, much like... uh the $5.5 million the governor's proposing no, taking from Fish and Wildlife. The, the budget is at $11 million, not 5.5. Well, yeah, the, initial hit, the initial hit's 5.5. All right, folks, enjoy being with you tonight. Uh, you can check us out uh, on podcast when you're away from the radio for any reason. Uh, catch up on previous shows. Go to 
Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. And you can check me out during the week on Facebook at Jim Strader Outdoors. God bless, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.